Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up? I'm Ren, the host of Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Anchor be the way. With Anchor's creation tools, you can record and edit right from your smartphone and personal computer. Anchor offers 100% free hosting and distribution, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Anchor has everything you need to make a successful podcast all in one place. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash dancingwithmydemons69 and on Spotify, Dancing With My Demons. See you all soon. Later. Bye. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dancing With My Demons podcast. This is episode 17. I've entitled it, Mental Illness Is Not A Choice, But Recovery Is. Uh, With this episode, I want to discuss um, about the realness that is mental illness and being bipolar. Because at some point, it has to be taken serious. But I think in order for society and, and the medical industry and in the world to take this serious, We need to take responsibility for our actions and take it serious ourselves. So let's get right into it. Um, The reason I have entitled that the episode Mental Illness is Not a Choice but Recovery is is because of a quote I saw online. So I decided to use it as a title. So whoever wrote that, brilliant. Um, All the credit to you. But um, it, it, it hit really close to home because, you know, it's very true. Mental illness is not a choice. It's not something we ask for. It's something that just either we are born with or something that just gradually happened to us over time or 
It's just a part of our lives. For whatever reason, it's just a part of us. And though we didn't ask for it, we have it nonetheless. But the one thing we do have a choice for is how we choose to manage it. Um, the recovery process, whether we do or we don't. And it's so important for us, you know, in the mental illness community, those of us that have bipolar or those of us that are, you know, have issues with ADHD or whatever the case may be, whatever mental illness uh, specifically it may be, we have a choice by how we handle it and on what we choose to do to manage our lives. And, you know, I, I see it on, th this is mainly also because of the uh, mental illness groups, the bipolar groups. I see so many cries for help. I see so many people posting, you know, how they just, they just had enough. They're feeling hopeless. They're just giving up on everything. And you know, I've seen it where people are saying, I'm just giving up on my meds. And people are you know, saying, I'm so tired of going to doctors. I'm tired of switching doctors. And, and I'm just tired of, you know, of life. I'm tired of people telling me that I'm lazy. I'm tired of people telling me that, you know, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to help myself. And for those of you that don't have a mental, mental illness and are viewing it from, let's just say, a third person perspective looking in, let me just tell you right now, you have no clue. So to make comments like that to somebody who has a mental illness or is bipolar, it's probably best that you don't make any comments because comments like that are just nonsense because unless you have it yourself, you have no clue. And let me tell you what, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. So be thankful if you don't have a mental illness or not bipolar. Be very thankful and count your blessings because to live with it, it's it's not fun. It's, it's a nightmare. It's a 24 seven, 365 nightmare that you have to live with and manage every single day of your life. But on, on the other hand, for those of us that have mental illness, we have to take some type of responsibility. You know, the world and society and the people around us aren't going to take it seriously if we don't take it seriously ourselves. If we don't take a certain level of responsibility ourselves, we can continue to go out there and cry and, and you know, and post all these negative things and these, you know, express ourselves in the most negative way and the most down. And, and, and I get it because when it's, when it sucks you into that, into that quicksand of depression and hopelessness, that's what you feel. But how are you supposed to get out if you just don't do anything about it? And, and I, you know, I, I see it because I live with it myself, so I know, but I also know that to some extent, I have to do something about it. I can't just cry the blues and want the world to show me sympathy and want people to understand me if I'm not showing the same, you know, sort of responsibility in return. You, know, you have to be responsible for yourself. If you're not doing anything to recover, if you're not doing anything to manage it or to live as best of a life as you can, then you're you're copping out. You're, you're not doing anything and you're asking or you're inviting the idea of mental illness not being real. They're basically telling us that, you know, it's just nonsense. It's all in our head that, you know, it's just us looking for sympathy that we're looking for, you know, the attention. And we're asking for that if we're not willing to help ourselves. And until 
those of you out there are willing to take responsibility for yourself and do something about it, it will never be taken seriously. People are always going to view it as something that's just not real. And I've said it before, they are looking for something to be able to see, to put their finger on. If you have a cut, it's real to them. Why? Because they can do something about it. In their eyes, they can put a Band-Aid on it. They can go see a doctor, get stitches for it. If you have a broken arm, it's something they can put a cast on. Like It's that type of mentality that outsiders that don't have mental illness have. And it's not really their fault. It's just that they don't understand it. And because they don't understand it, that's how they view it. So we're not helping the cause if we continue to cry the blues and do nothing about it. And I know people will probably give me shit for, for saying that for, you know, it's almost like insulting them by saying they're crying the blues, but I'm not because I too deal with it and I know what it feels like. And I also know that I have to take responsibility for myself. I understand that there are those out there that have a very extreme, um, level of mental illness that they literally have no control over and for those of you out there i understand that and i also understand that if you are in that situation most likely than not you should be highly monitored or in some type of facility or being cared for on a totally different level than everybody else because if you've literally lost all control and have no conscious thought or control over yourself anymore, then you really, you can't be responsible for yourself. But at the same time, you require a much higher level of medical treatment than you can give yourself. And that's totally understandable, but you need to be treated for that at that level. But for those of us that aren't at that level, and there is a difference, for those of us that aren't at that level, that are functioning or in a position where we have more control of ourself, where we're able to function to a certain level and still manage our lives. And for those of us that are able to, and these support groups and bipolar groups are able to post these messages and make these cries for help, that is showing me that you have a certain level of mental capability and control. Because if you're willing to post what is going on inside of you and post it on social media, you have a certain level of control, you, you know, and you should be reaching out to your doctors. You should be reaching out for help. You should be reaching out for all the outlets there are to get help and so like to be posting thoughts and it's very visible because they're they are just straight out cries for help but for those of you just straight up just giving up you know you're literally just going to stop taking your meds and i'm saying that because i'm saying it from experience i've been there you when you do that and that includes myself you are not being responsible. You are not really being responsible for yourself and you're not being responsible to those around you. You're, you're being irresponsible by handling it that way because you're putting yourself at risk and you're putting others at risk by making those choices. 
by you giving up on doctors, and I've said it plenty of times, the treatment of mental illness, it's trial and error. It's a lot of trying things. It's going to see different doctors. Some people may get it the first time out. Some people, it may take a half a dozen to a dozen different doctors before they finally get the right person that that works for them. And this work, this same applies for medications as well. Medication, it's, it's a trial and error. There's so many different combinations. There's so many different things because everybody's different and everybody's body chemistry is different. It's going to affect them differently. And so if you're expecting immediate results, you have to understand a few things. One, you have to give it time. It has to, you know, you have to build it up in your system. So you have to give it time. It could take weeks, it could take months, it could take longer, but you have to let it build up. And if you aren't seeing any type of results after that point, then you should be notifying your doctor right away and saying, hey, this isn't working for me, let's try something different. Because only you can give that you know, permission to the doctor to do that. He's not going to read your mind. He's not going to know unless you give him communication to understand that. So to just give up because it ain't working out for, you know, whatever, it's just you being irresponsible. You have to do something about it. If you want to be able to live a better life, to live as best of of a life that you possibly can managing this illness, you have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to do something about it. And on the other hand as well, for, for those of you who may or may not be in a relationship with an individual that has a mental illness, you have to understand yourself and be responsible for yourself. If this, probably one of the first things you should be asking yourself, if this is something you clearly can handle, do the responsible thing. Don't, don't get yourself involved. Don't. It's okay to walk away from that and say, you know, this this is just not for me. It's not a cop-out. It's just you being honest and saying, it's just not for me. I can't do this. Because if you stay knowing that you can't, you're only going to be a detriment to that person. You're only going to cause more harm than you are good. Because ultimately, it's going to have a negative impact on you. And ultimately, it's going to have a negative impact on the relationship, which could lead to a lot of mental and emotional abuse. I, I see it all the time. I see it, it, you know, all over the support groups. I've experienced it in my life personally. People that have been in my life that had no business being there. And I blame myself absolutely to an extent, but I also blame that person as well because if you couldn't handle it, the best thing you could have done is just walk away. Don't try to think that, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're helping something by being there, but then you're putting that person down. You're constantly beating them down with your negativity and your emotional abuse. So you're not helping anything. You're just causing more harm. And then once, you know, that person is beaten down to the point of, you know, they can't go anymore and, and then you abruptly leave. That's being completely irresponsible. But for those of you that are willing to stick it out and have that strength and that patience and that understanding and are willing to stick it out, 
the best things you can do is to understand for yourself. First of all, you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to be there for the person as well. Secondly, don't try to fix that person because you're not. You're, you're never going to have that capability to be able to fix that person. One, you're not a doctor. And two, you're never going to really understand it unless you're medically trained or you deal with it yourself and have been evaluated medically and not just a self-diagnosis. Be patient. The best things you can do is just be very patient, be a good listener, and be there when that other person is ready to talk and is ready to reach out to you. Those are the best tools that you can offer that person, the best type of support you can offer that person so they can get through this process. But always understanding that mental illness, it's not something we ask for. It's not. As much as, you know, we want to not have it, it's just we're stuck with it and i've said it in just about every episode there is no cure at this point for mental illness if there was trust me i'd be all over it but there isn't and i understand that and i've come to grips with that and though i still struggle with it and i still battle with my own demons and still you know deal with it i do accept that reality and that, you know i've come to terms with it that this is my reality. This is my life. This is something I'm going to continue to deal with. And though I may fall at times, I'm going to have to continue picking myself up and I'm going to have to continue to push forward. But I also know that if I do nothing, if I just give up, I'm, I'm being totally irresponsible. I'm being irresponsible to myself. I'm being irresponsible to my loved ones, to the people around me. I'm not doing anybody any good. So by me managing my illness it's i'm being responsible i'm helping i could go on these support groups and and i see it and sometimes i feel like whether it's true or not sometimes i feel like the people who are dealing with these mental illnesses they want to be enabled it 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 feels like they want to be constantly beat down it's almost like they're inviting it in a lot of ways they want people to jump on their ride with them and that negative train and keep, you know, hearing negative thoughts. They want people to, you know, agree with them on how they're feeling and negative, but not really doing anything about it. And the people that offer any type of, I guess, reality check to them or or trying to be responsible and help them, they push away and they shun away. And I, I, I've literally seen it recently where I was on a, a bipolar group and a woman literally was bullied online and I could see it as, as plain as day because she offered help to others or offered a, a, a positive choice or advice were all her words in a way that, you know, were probably the, the best choice of words. Probably not, but if you read her messages, she's clearly just trying to offer insight and tell these individuals to to take take responsibility for themselves, to stop trying, 
you know, to cry the blues. And because she had that approach, she was bullied for it. And for those people who bullied that woman, shame on you. You're not doing anybody any good. All you did was insult and disrespect the mental illness community and tell all the outsiders, all the third person perspective viewers that they are right. That, you know, that this is nothing, this is nonsense. You have no business bullying anybody. You know, anybody with a mental illness, we all know that this is a struggle. It's a daily struggle. It's something that we constantly are fighting and we shouldn't be bullying anybody. We shouldn't be knocking each other down. We should be lifting each other up. We should be offering positive advice, positive messages to lift each other up, doing everything we can to keep us afloat. Even when we're at the deepest depths of despair and we can't pick ourselves up, we should be there to pick each other up. And sometimes constructive criticism or a, you know, an, a, a different point of view that may not, you know, be to your agreement may not be what you want to hear, but sometimes what you don't want to hear may be what you need to hear because to just be enabled by everybody constantly just kind of being your yes people and going along with your narrative what of what you want to hear, you're not helping anybody. You're not even helping yourself. You're just kind of, you know, kind of being a shithead and you're insulting the mental illness community because we know the struggle. We live the struggle. So for those of you being bullies out there in the and bullying anybody like that, re, you know, check yourself, rethink what you're doing before you do that. And try to remember that you are in that same boat that they are. And one day you're going to need somebody to pick you up. And I hope that when that day comes, you're not being bullied the same way that woman was being bullied. I don't know if this, if that particular woman will ever hear this episode. She probably doesn't even know this exists, but for you, young lady, you know, I hope you understand that not everybody thinks the same way and I wish you well and I hope you continue on that path of recovery and keep doing better every single day. So just because, you know, we have a mental illness doesn't give us a right to abuse others as well. You know, we have a responsibility to ourselves and to the people around us and in this world. Once again, if if you want this world to take us and mental illness seriously, start with yourself and take a responsibility for yourself. Check yourself. And if you're going to continue crying the blues and you're going to continue not doing anything about your recovery, you're not helping yourself. Try to remember that you are not helping yourself. There are so many different outlets for help. And whether you have insurance or not, there are so many different outlets for help. Use them, research them, you use your time wisely rather than use all that time to write negative comments on social media or support groups. Use that time to research and get yourself some help. Be, be proactive about it. Be healthy about it. Make better choices. Don't 
enable yourself or enable others to stay down. Build build each other up. Build yourself up. Get yourself healthy. That's the only way you're going to be able to manage this illness. And it's the only way you're going to be able to beat those dark times is by being responsible for yourself and asking for help. For all the time and effort you put into writing comments on on social media, that time could be used for reaching out and getting help. And for those of you that are just giving up on the trial and error of trying to get the right help, you're not doing anything for yourself. You're not. It's trial and error. It may take you a while before you get the right doctor, before you get the right medication, before you get the right help you need. But if you don't keep trying, you're never going to get there. You're just going to keep falling and digging yourself even further and making it harder for you to get up. Do the right thing. Be responsible for yourself and be responsible for this community, this mental illness community that we have. It's it is very real. And for those third person perspective people out there that aren't dealing with a mental illness, be grateful and blessed that you don't have to deal with this. But from me to you, understand one thing. This is very real. And it requires the right type of respect and patient patience that it deserves. If you yourself are unsure about this you yourself should be doing research instead of you know putting people down or taking it lightly and shunning people if you see that people are in need help them don't just you know shun them away or or just ignore them like it's nothing it's a sign it it's these symptoms or signs that you see or cries for help help them don't just put them down because you're not helping anything either and you're also being very irresponsible. I just I need to speak about that because I see it and I don't know if it's a sign of the times because of everything that's going on in this world, but it's very very real and I see people struggling, struggling so much. And I'd give anything to help all of you, but this is the only way I know how by being a voice. All I can tell you is keep your head up, keep pushing forward, keep reaching for help, and just don't give up no matter how dark and deep things get. Get help. There are so many outlets for help. Reach out to them. Do something about it. Stay proactive. Help yourself. And with that being said, to everyone out there stay healthy stay strong in mind but most of all don't let the demons get you down later I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMDPodcast69. And also, 
If you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.